Welcome to an owner's guide for your life, the podcast that combines psychology, coaching, common sense, and fun. I'm Tracy Browning, an entrepreneur, life coach, and lover of people. Now, let's talk about how to live, love, make money, and change the world. Hey, I'm glad you're here. This is episode 10, and I want to share something with you that helps me own my decision-making. Researchers tell us an average adult faces 35,000 decisions a day. 35,000 a day! That feels incredibly overwhelming, doesn't it? Think about the decisions you might have made just in the last 60 seconds. What to read, what to listen to, whether to read the transcript or listen to this podcast, to sip your drink right now or in seven seconds, to check your phone when it pings, to cross your legs, to see why the dog's barking. Those are small ones, but it's easy to see how they add up. We make thousands of quick, mindless decisions every day, as well as the bigger, more impactful ones. We've got a lot going on in the course of a regular, average day, no matter who you are. Now, since you're listening to this, you're a person who wants to own your life. And obviously, a large portion of life consists of making decisions. So let's work on refining your decision skills. There's something that I do before I make medium to large size decisions that helps me. Now, I don't do it for the smaller ones. And it's something you might never have thought of. Or if you have, you may have skipped over it entirely. But it makes a huge difference, both in my ease of making a decision and how I feel about my choice later. And I want you to experience this for yourself. If you're in a spot where you can... Do this along with me. I'm going to talk you through it. I'm going to give you a series of instructions. And as you do each one, keep it going. Keep the action in place. Ready? So, tense your shoulders and raise them up towards your ears and keep them there. Now, squint your eyes, furrow your brow, clench your teeth down, pull your head, tuck your head down and chin towards your chest and curl your arms in and squeeze your hands into fist now pull your stomach in hard tighten all the muscles in your body your arms your legs butt cheeks contract your legs all the way down to your feet and bend your toes under as hard as you can now say i'm happy and open (laughs) it feels ridiculous doesn't it you can relax and let it all go if you haven't already oh Can you actually feel happy when you said it? Were you even like really breathing while you do this? Probably not. It's hard to feel happy or open, to be optimistic or to think clearly or to breathe deeply when your body is tense and contracted. And yeah, that was a little bit dramatic, but how often are we tense or slumped over or like breathing so shallowly we're barely getting oxygen into our system now let's do the opposite roll your shoulders back up up, back and down to relax them away from your ears and hold your head up straighten your spine 
open your eyes. Let them comfortably gaze forward. Let your brow relax, your foreheads unfurrowed. Open your mouth slightly so your teeth aren't clenched. And open your hands and wiggle your fingers open. And whether you're standing or sitting, just be as tall as you are and relax. Now take a deep breath. Fill your lungs. Get a big, deep belly breath if you can. Ah, and let it out. Now say, I'm happy and open. It's much easier to feel open when your body matches your words and your feelings. Our nervous system runs through our entire body. So we want to give all of our bodily systems an optimal operating environment and the ability to clearly communicate with our brain. And breathing deeply and thoroughly, well, like it's oxygen flowing through our bodies and our brains. We need that. It helps us think clearly. So when you're making decisions, let your body help you. I just call it centering myself. Our physical bodies can give us a lot of information about what we're thinking and feeling. And that gives us a lot of help. Centering yourself can help you be calm and mindful and to focus on the decision that you're getting ready to make. You want to position your body in a way where you feel a relaxed confidence before you move into your decision-making process. Now, you may have seen Dr. Amy Cuddy's TED Talk. She did this back in 2012. Still one of the most watched TED Talks. She is a Harvard psychologist who believes that our body language and our posture impacts how others see us and how we see ourselves. And she talks about power poses, how they can boost the amount of confidence that we feel in ourselves. And one of the takeaways from her talk is to stand in the, in the Superman stance. You know, you stand up tall and straight and you got your shoulders back and your chest out and hands on your hips and legs firmly planted. And she says, being in that power pose will get confidence coursing through your body. So anytime you need confidence, you should stand in the power pose to get ready. Well, now, since her talk came out, there's been debate about the robustness and the replicability of her original study. There's support, there's disagreement on it, but it, it's been interesting to follow those discussions. There have been at least 55 similar studies that suggest that power posing does have a strong impact on your emotions and on how powerful you feel. So, you know, you look powerful, you feel powerful, you can be powerful. Now, in my reading, there's a book I've come across that I really like. It's Amanda Blake's Your Body is Your Brain. And she talks about a concept called embodiment. It's, and here's the definition from her, our extraordinary ability to put complex actions and interactions on autopilot so that what comes next or how to respond becomes second nature. Now we've got 
embodied physical skills like typing on a keyboard or riding a bike. And we've done them so often, you don't have to stop and think about, well, where's the A key on my keyboard, you know, or, oh, how do I pedal this and stay up? No, you've done it so often, it just flows naturally. It's second nature to us. Now, we also have embodied ways that we experience emotions and how we relate to other people. And Amanda Blake's comment about Dr. Cuddy's original study mm-hmm. is she thinks they didn't take it far enough that just a few minutes of power posing won't have a long-term effect. So that's why we don't always see that the results of the original study are exactly replicated. So she says the, the fake it till you make it idea would be better defined as practice it until it's embodied. So here's my take on it. My take is don't fake it till you make it. Practice it until you become it. Practice experiencing your body in a relaxed, balanced posture, open arms, hands, and heart. It will literally help you be open to clear thinking and decision making. Even early on, as you begin to do it, you can calm your mind and your body to focus on the decision that you want to make. And the more you do it, the more you'll teach your body and mind to do this until this is embodied. And your body will know how to settle into relaxed focus. Now, there are many, many other things Um, that I can share with you about how to make decisions big and small, and we'll talk about them later. But I just really wanted to share, this is one thing that is such an important part of my decision-making process, to stop and prepare my body and my mind to make the decision. Now, I want to read a poem. It's I don't, <laughs> I can, I can feel some of you rolling your eyes, a poem, but I've, I've come across this in, on Facebook. The guy's name is John Rodell, and he just expresses this so beautifully, and it ties into what we're talking about here. He doesn't have it titled. I'll just read it. My brain and heart divorced a decade ago over who was to blame about how big of a mess I've become. Eventually... They couldn't be in the same room with each other. Now my head and heart share custody of me. I stay with my brain during the week, and my heart gets me on weekends. They never speak to one another. Instead, they give me the same note to pass to each other every week. And their notes they send to one another always say the same thing. This is all your fault. On Sundays... My heart complains about how my head has let me down in the past. And on Wednesday, my head lists all of the times my heart screwed up things for me in the future. They blame each other for the state of my life. There's been a lot of yelling and crying. So, lately, I've been spending a lot of time with my gut, who serves as my unofficial therapist. Most nights... I sneak out of the window in my ribcage and slide down my spine and collapse on my gut's plush leather chair that's always open for me. And I just sit, 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 sit until the sun comes up. Last evening, 
my gut asked me if I was having a hard time being caught between my heart and my head. I nodded. I said I didn't know if I could live with either of them anymore. My heart's always sad about something that happened yesterday, while my head is always worried about something that may happen tomorrow, I lamented. My gut squeezed my hand. I just can't live with my mistakes of the past or my anxiety about the future, I sighed. My gut smiled and said, In that case, you should go stay with your lungs for a while. I was confused. (laughs) The look on my face gave it away. If you're exhausted about your heart's obsession with the fixed past and your mind's focus on the uncertain future, your lungs are the perfect place for you. There is no yesterday in your lungs. There's no tomorrow there either. There's only now. There's only inhale. There's only exhale. There's only this moment. There's only breath. And in that breath, you can rest while your heart and head work their relationship out. This morning, while my brain was busy reading tea leaves, and while my heart was staring at old photographs, I packed a little bag and walked to the door of my lungs. Before I could even knock, she opened the door with a smile, and as a gust of air embraced me, she said, What took you so long? I think John Rodell has just beautifully expressed. Get your mind and your body. Be with your lungs. Be in the moment where there's here, there's now, there's breath. But prepare yourself, center yourself to make your best decisions. Thanks for listening. I'd be honored if you'd share my podcast with a friend. Now, let's go live, love, make some money, and change the world.